This is GFN On, a GeForce Now podcast where we go through this week's GFN and gaming news featuring Duncan and Barry. Join us every Thursday at 8pm UK, 3pm Eastern on YouTube and if you can't join us there, catch up on podcast services like Apple, Spotify and Google. Thank you for joining us, hit the like button and ask questions and now on with the show. I know I hit the buttons in the right order. So first of all, apologies for being a bit later. It will be an hour ago next week. My my fault. I'm the guilty party. Touch with stupid trains and stuff like that. But yeah, here we go. Basically, we are bringing this back. We did this over in Cloudy. We're going to be doing it over here now. This was actually meant to be our second episode. We were meant to go last week, but we know what happened last week. If you have any questions about GFM thing, or if you just to say on Stadia. So yeah, it's the big one of the week for GFM. Absolutely. It is indeed. Uh, kicking off the month, isn't it? Yeah, so there's lots of games to talk about and things like that. So we'll start off pretty quickly here and say, what games have you been playing in GFM? Uh, the so F1 manager, uh, to be honest, has consumed the the, the latest of my um, my GFN time. If I'm honest with you, um, that game seems to if if I'm not playing on deck, I'm playing F1 manager, um, and obviously you know massive F1 nut. So uh, I absolutely love it, um, and I feel like after a few weeks, I slowly feel like I'm definitely getting to grips with it now. I feel like I'm better at it than I was at the start and uh, yeah and I've kind of moved on what about you what have you been playing what have I been playing I have been going a bit off a old school sort of thing I, I played some Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood which we've got up in the channel there I actually got stuck back really playing that and I've been having a bit of fun with construction manager you may have seen my Sure, earlier you're going to see how I actually manage to do that probably tomorrow. So, yeah, I've been playing, I've been playing a fair bit of GFM uh, over the last uh, week, or, week or so. It's it's all fun. I've just realized I forgot to do this. Music on the background as well. See, I think I didn't have all the right buttons. Are. Yeah, G, GFM. We'll come on to this probably after we go through all the games, but there's a bit of talk that this has been, it's just a weak month for GFN and stuff like that. I think it's actually 
from the games coming out this month, they've got the big games, which I thought be big games if you put them fairly commas if you want. They got the games I thought they were going to get, along with one game I didn't think they were going to get. I honestly did not think they were going to get scoring. I thought I was going to be locked up uh, by Microsoft, but they have got that, but we'll, we'll come on to that. So, what we normally did uh, with this is we bring up the blog post. And we go through the blog post and say well, what we think and all that sort of carry on. And then we'll touch into some gaming news later on. And if you have any questions, just drop it in there and we will get them to you. Uh, thanks, Colm, for joining. And Nate, thanks for joining as well. And Shadow Dark, I know you've been here a while as well. So, we know that there are 25 games coming to GFN uh, this week, and then three games there are games which are pretty, pretty decent. If we're going to be honest, they may not be the ones you're wanting, but for the PC market, Victoria 3 is a absolutely must-have uh, Plague Tale, we know that's probably going to be a brilliant game, and then we've got Scorn there as well. So, there's some good news. What, what that says RTX, sir? Oh my god, they get this with RTX? Yep, RTX day and day. Yeah, that's going to be great to have that on day and date, and yeah. We'll have a wee quick look at the games coming out this month, then we'll go into this week's games. There's a couple of games I want to point out which look pretty, pretty decent. I'd say of the bigger sort of ones are. The first one is Lego Brick Tales. I think that looks absolutely... There's something about that game. And also, I can't say the name, but Australia's Curse of the Stars looks class. Yes, that I circled that one out as uh, as one to watch. So we'll, we'll have a wee quick look at that and I will take off the sign. So th this looks like a bit, it says a Souls-like. I don't like when it says like it's a Souls-like. <laughs> That's one way to put you off straight away, isn't it? It is, but I like the look of this game. It looked like it had something uh, about it. It feels very uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, but with a Maybe upper level. Yeah, it looks like they're... I put a video on for Steam Deck sort of stuff, and I had this one pegged in it as well. There's, there's something about it. I think this could be a nice wee hidden sort of uh, gem, which we're probably going to maybe talk about a bit more when it actually comes out. And yeah, we'll get that move back uh the other one i said was uh lego uh brick tales again i think this looks absolutely class <laughs> no it does but do you know what it's another one of those um you know it's another lego game that's you know that's uh, available um and i do think that the lego games have a real captive audience so I, I, I'm with you on this. I think this is actually, it's a really good get. And uh, I think it's going to be a, I think you're going to see some good, some good player counts on it, hopefully. 
Yep. Uh, what? Uh, I'll pick one more, and then I'll let you. Oh, there's two more I want to pick, actually. Uh, I'll go for this one first, which is Warhammer Shooters, Blood and Teeth. This looks, this game this just looks a bit nuts, to be honest with you. It's got, uh, as we can see, a bit of a wacky sense of humor. I think this could be a nice wee game to, to pick up when it's nice and cheap and have a bit of fun with. It's I've had my eye on this one, so <laughs> <laughs> for the last couple of weeks when I find out where, uh, find out about it. But yeah, I'm want to give this one a bit of a go, along with the remaster of Commando Three. So yeah, we know that's coming on later on, and you know, we've got some people there. So yeah, the remaster of that coming out there. Is there anything which you've uh, picked out? So, so there's a couple of them that you've already touched on. Um, I mean, obviously, we already you already mentioned um, kind of you know at, at the top of the show, um, Scorn and A Plague's Tale. So I think we can kind of put those to one side. I think the two, um, and we've obviously um, Asterigos as well. You've mentioned. Um, <laughs> The two that stood, the other two that stood out for me, aside of the ones that you've you've very kindly put in that list, um, were uh, the last Oricru, which mm-hmm. is like a sci-fi, uh, you know, sci-fi based, uh, almost actiony RPG type thing. So this is what it is here. I'll skip it on a wee bit. Um, I feel like there's. I don't think it's necessarily the best visually, uh, but. I feel like there could be there could be something about it um, that might get its hooks into people. Um, so I thought that was there's potentially an interesting one to keep an eye on. And then the other one that I had uh, earmarked was the Unliving. Yes, <laughs> I thought that just looks the way when you watch the trailer, um, Connie. You see it the way that the sort of the game's put together. It's style, everything about it is just got all the right feels. Uh, so I think that's going to be hugely popular this month when it comes out um, at the end. Well, probably more so popular into, um, you know, obviously yeah, November um, because it's out right at the end of the month. Okay, yeah. Polaris, what have we told you? Not grabbing the head. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing I one one thing I do want to talk about with this uh this month's games is actually Guild Wars Game of the Year edition. I think that has actually been pulled from the Steam store. So this is this is another game which you can't actually buy, but they're actually adding it to the library, which is great, which means you can go back and play these older sort of games which have been pulled because there was another one which they've done that as well a cup or i think about six months ago where the game has actually been delisted from steam but they've actually added it onto the platform yeah. so i i absolutely love that they're actually adding delisted games onto it as well just because people's steam libraries are massive and you just don't know how it's going to go 
and to, for me that's kind of almost an element of thinking outside of the box uh to be honest with you because most people would be like that's delisted from the store you know that's it we'll, we'll forget about it we're not going to focus on it um but with the nature of playing in the cloud obviously pull your library with you add it in uh, something different that, that nobody else is doing yeah which which is great and it's um there's this is what I'm going to say about the month. There's a lot of games there which people probably don't think are oh, their biggest rat pile of nonsense. I could pick out probably 10 games out from that list what I would want to play. And we've already named a couple with Then we've got, like this, look at this, uh, canoids, whatever it's pronouncing at the bottom there. It just, something about it and this week's games we'll, we'll go through them there's a couple of decent sort of ones and we are going to be showcasing one of the titles probably uh tomorrow been added yet to check and see if it's been added <laughs> it's uh, do you know what the whilst you're checking that the other thing is well when you look at that list of games for the month 50 percent of that list uh are new releases on, mm -hmm. on the steam or epic um, which again, you know, for me, that's a good balance between back, you know, backfilling with the back catalogue and keeping up with a lot of the new relevant stuff on Steam. Yes, so we will uh, kick this off. Or oh, before we do that, we'll, ju we'll just say, I I'm just too flippant jumpy and all that sort of stuff. This is just the highlights of the month. We do know, if we go down to the bottom here, that we do get a number of unexpected games. Like last month we got uh, Gloomway, which is a pretty good pickup. Uh, Doom, yeah. uh, Doomkeeper is uh, doing uh, stuff as well. Then we've got the Kenna on the Steam version, which has actually improved a hell of a lot since I played it at this time, basically last year on GFN. You're in your full 60, your full ultra, go max it out. Uh, and then you've got the three big games at the bottom, the Total War series coming back to GFM. That is real good gets with the, the the Total War because that is a big franchise. So I am just hoping and praying that they bring Football Manager. Since Sega brought Total War, bring Football Manager. And then we can max that out and have no. Okay. We'll just go on to the, the, this week's one. Wasn't there just touching on Total War? I mean, it's kind of a little bit after the fact now, so it might be a little bit irrelevant. But those that were eagle eyed, I right in thinking Total War you could pick up on Prime up until the end of September. Yep, I think you, you could have. And I think it was a free epic game, one of them was a free epic game as well. So always, always claim your epic games, but we'll. I'll have a wee look at what's going on in the Epic Game Store uh, later. So we'll kick this off. I want us to talk about your other champions. Angles. Dead game. Dead game. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I had fun with it for 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, think, I don't think I went back to it after that, really. Hmm. Yeah, but that's it's Ubisoft. They may just keep it rolling with it until it picks up some traction. So we'll kick, kick this off 
of the first game, which is Marauders. It's a Team 17 game, as we know, Team 17 GFM. Basically, most of their games go on the GFM. And it's uh, been out a couple of days. It's already got 1,200 uh, reviews on it. And it is mostly positive, which is good to see. So this is a... Yeah, first person on was this on your list? Uh, what uh, pickup list or um, I mean, I've kind of obviously seen it, it's a little bit of intrigue. Um, I think the fact that it's early access and it's team 17 that's fine, I'm cool with that because you know it will get the, the love and attention that it needs to kind of nurture it and, and get it to that point. Um, you know, for a, a straightforward looter shooter, I actually thought that. It looks pretty nifty. Um, it would be one that I'd I'd be inclined to, you know, to look at and pick up and uh, and kind of get on board because it does look like it could be quite fun. Yeah, just watching it here, it is looking pretty decent. Looks like now we go down to the most pro problematic bit. Twenty five quid. Yeah, that's the only problem. That is the only um, problem. And not supported on Steam Deck. Shocking. Uh, that is going to become a big problem for some of uh, the, the devs going forward is the Steam Deck support because that, if it was on Steam Deck, it makes it a slightly easier sell for me because I've got one. And it's... If it doesn't have Steam Deck support, I maybe end up skipping some of some of the games now. Yeah, I know what you mean. It makes me less uh, trigger happy sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> shall we say? There'll be sometimes I'll look at really good deals and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, great." I'll just and I used to just add it to my library. And I'm like, "Yeah, let's get on with it." Uh, but now, if I don't see kind of supported, um, I am a little bit more hesitant. Oh, this game will definitely stretch your 3080 if you want something to stretch it. <laughs> so it's like uh, Tarkov, but for people who have a life to live and don't have a month to learn the game. 10 out of 10. Marauders, another extraction litter shooter with an interesting concept, but once again, delves behind the title are scumbags. Oh, that's very nice, isn't it? <laughs> I should read these before I start reading them out. You know? <laughs> well, do you know what? You know, it's balanced. At least, you know, you don't... It's it's the good and the bad. It's not like you're shying away from the from the bad. Yeah. What I would say, um, early access, it's got good reviews for an early access game because normally early access games... They can be a well, bit rough. Be, they can be iffy can't they they, they yeah. can be iffy and i think like and i'm sure you've made this point before actually if an early access game starts off at mostly positive uh that's almost kind of unusual because you tend to see mixed and then you see that upward turn as mm -hmm. the game kind of develops through the the early access journey whereas if you've got mostly positive at the start point could argue that it could go one or two ways but it's a good starting base isn't it it's a, it's the base what you would want to build from where it's mostly good people are enjoying it 
yeah, it's a better starting point than let's even with a lot of these other ones. So we'll, we'll, we'll go back here and we'll go on to the next one. This game I wanted to get. Yeah. Whoa, hang on. You've used the word wanted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why, why is there a wanted in there? I, before it came out, I thought it was looking absolutely class. Yeah. Has your opinion changed? It's got mixed, a hell of a lot of mixed reviews out there. Uh, Mr. Urban uh, World, thanks for thanks for joining. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about is GFN a good replacement for Stadia later later on. Uh, but yeah, I think it looks class. I just I, I think it does. I, I'm on. I do you know what? I, well, you know what I'm like for racing games. Anyway, I'm a sucker for racing games. So. It's it's always going to get a vote, but I I really like the idea behind it. Yeah, and I forgot to say it's reasonably placed. Then you've got that, and then you've got that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that. And that. Yeah, uh, let's see what they're saying here. Uh, sport mode is a mistake. I'm just saying. Professional mode is broken, so it looks like it just needs patched. But just having a quick, there's some things not quite hundred percent. Fair enough. I'm, you know, I'm sure they are. You know, no doubt there'll be things that will get addressed, won't they? Yeah. Oh, fun fact! I'm gonna put all of my stupid fun facts out here. What I learned a couple of months or a couple of weeks ago or was it a month or so ago you can use a steering wheel on GFM. Yes. It's technically not supported but it does seem to work. I need to try that out sometime. Yes you do. Definitely do. But we have to choose the right game to do it but yeah that, that that's, the, that's the fun sort of factor. It's they are technically not supported, so you can't jump if they if your steering wheel doesn't work. But people's have got them hooked up to actually work. Yeah, definitely. I think it makes it. Um, just trying to think now. Off, uh, it's gone from my head, so I'm not going to say it. I was about to say I think people tend to get more success if their steering wheel's HID compliant. Mm. Pretty I'm sure. assuming mine. I'm pretty sure, sure mine would be. Uh, yeah. Kelly, we're not mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, we're not mentioning that. But yeah, it's going to give me a reason to actually go and uh, try it. Because I've got a Thrustmaster one there. Sounds like something else, but that's the name of the thing. But it's... <laughs> they're a pretty standard one. Or... So yes. I'm yeah. hoping they will probably work. Next up is a game I want to actually play. Lord of Regal. And yes, it's an early access game. I, I've seen the wee trailer of this. It looks, it's a 4X game in space. Uh, 4X is like your civilization. I knew it was, I knew it was a new game. <laughs> yes, it's definitely a me game. 
I am liking the look of this one and it's reasonably priced as well. This is going to be a live wish list, by the way. This is what we do in this show. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Live wish lists. I think Polaris is trying to get a, cha a chant going. Yeah. So, <laughs> Polaris knocked out in the head. <laughs> so, yeah, th th this is a 4X game. I'm liking the look of this. And it's actually reasonably priced as well uh, for £16.19 at this moment in time. It's got achievements, no Steam Deck notifications there. I wouldn't want to play that on Steam Deck. It's because of that. Uh, oh, Master of Orion 2 is being mentioned. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, that has got danger road all over that one. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> that's the quiz. That's a, <laughs> I, I was about to make a political joke there, but I'm not going to bother. Uh, but that was a very quick U turn, Duncan. <laughs> what? What? You, you went into it. I want to pick this up. Life wish list. Oh no. <laughs> no, oh no, as in. Uh... It's, it's sounding more not live wish list, it's more live bag. <laughs> All right, okay, fair enough. No U turn then. No, no, U -turn. no it's, act it's actually worse. It's worse than <laughs> I actually want to actually get it. Uh, Master of Iran, uh, I fed out a hell of a lot, so I did. A hell of a lot. Oh dear. This. Oh. Pants. That's what I don't like. Look at that. It's ridiculous. Ooh, that, do you know what? That's like a bloody red rag to a ball, that is, with you. Oh, 181. 181 achievements, and you'll literally get it, and you'll be like, I'm not stopping until I've done 181. No. See, it all depends what they're like. It sounds bad. Vampires. Vampire Survivors is different because it, the achievements are basically the goal of the game, is to get all the achievements. But some of these just ah, just completely and only put me off, and that maybe I could put off there. But no, I, I it's, it's been wishlist. It has 100% been wishlist there. There we go. Boom. Done. Okay. We will move on. To the game, which will be getting put up in the next couple of days when it uh, goes live. I have got this. I've played a wee tiny bit off it. It's completely another bonkers. This is Priest Simulator. So as you can see, you don't do much... <laughs> It's not what I was expecting when I heard the title Priest Simulator. I was going to completely and utterly skip this game. And that is a game. It is like an old school sort of game. Old school sort of shooter. Oh, I'm deaf. Uh, why do you keep on putting sound on when I don't want you to put sound on? So, it's just goes as you can see there's industrial language we will call it during the game <laughs> so uh yeah it's not what i was uh, expecting at all 
no, definitely not. Well, we were talking about this earlier in the week, and then uh, <laughs> watching through the trailer, it just I had in my head, very much like you, I heard the term and I was like, no. I'll, I'll pass on that. I don't think that's a game I'll play. Um, I'm not sure who would play it. I'm not sure that it's kind of the game that's necessarily going to, you know, have a a mass appeal, if you like. And then I seen the trailer when we were talking about it and I was just like, I, do you know what? There's going to be so many people playing this because it's so off the wall and so crazy. Um, it just looks like an absolute ton of fun. Yeah. This game has the potential to be a bit of a meme game. Uh, I know from some of the chats we've had and some of the other chats I've had with some other uh, content creators, this is going to be getting played a lot because it's just completely and utterly out there. And yeah, and already 21 reviews and it's positive. So yeah. It's interesting. So there you can go. You can get it for £12.39. And yeah. It's just interesting. Oh, one thing I would point out in this. Uh, this game. The language from what I have played is not in English. I'm not sure what that actual language it is. But they've got English subtitles. Right, okay. Oh, that's handy. That's a good little fun oh, fact. Fun fact. Yeah, so just keep that in mind if you're going to play it. it it's not in English. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a big thing or a thing, but there is English subtitles. So just keep uh, uh, your eyes on that. Or at least you know. Yeah, indeed. I can't, we can't use the word fun fact because I just think of Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, next one up is, you can say the name of this. Barotrauma. This looks class. This looks really good. Oh, and it's on a free weekend, so you will be able to play it. What a weekend for free, obviously. <laughs> so, what, what, what do you like about this game? I, there's a combination of things that I like about this. I feel like it tries to do a different couple of things in terms of the survival horror with the, the kind of simulation sort of kind of management type element. But then I think when you look at kind of the art style, the way it pulls together the game, uh, it looks brilliant. Um, and I think I, I personally, when I look at this, I think actually, do you know what? I could sit down and I could lose hours in this. Uh, it, it looks equally as crazy as some of the other games that have, have kind of been, you know, we, we've talked about already tonight. But I just think it looks exactly, you know, absolute bonkers. But it looks like so much fun. Uh, and the concept of being on a submarine in space. A submarine. Just, yeah, there we go. See? <laughs> you know um it just completely messes with your mind but i like the look of it i like the way that it looks um and i'm certainly you know if this is on a free weekend i'll definitely be kind of jumping in just to see how it is so that i can understand you know whether or uh you know whether or not it lives up to the expectation that i've got from what i've seen from you know from the trailer yeah and it's just had a new update so it's 
Very positive 24,000 reviews. My goodness. I didn't realize this game was so big. I've never heard, never heard of this game. Two years has been in early access. I have not heard about this game at all. My goodness. Guess this is one of these ones. Guess how many people are playing it at this moment in time? Six and a half thousand. You're in the thousands, but you've doubled basically what it was. It's about 3,300 are playing this at this moment in time. These are some of the games which we're going to come on to a bit later on why uh, should you go to GFN if you were on Stadia before. Games that look absolutely nonsense. Why are these games on GFN? That's your reason, because some of these games are absolutely massive. And and they look like nothing. Yeah, Colm, we're going to be going on to that as well, because we like discussing all humble bundles and stuff like that as, as well. But three and a half thousand people are basically playing this game right now. Mad. It's mental. It's mental, isn't it? But, you know... It looks. It does look good. It does look. And look at the price. A fiver. You know that's. And even if you, even if you want to go in on the supporter bundle, which I'm not quite sure what the supporter bundle gets you, to be honest. But it's only forty pence extra for the supporter bundle. Make it to the soundtrack. Oh come on! Yes, we know another soundtrack. So yes. And I can tell you from the trailer, the soundtrack does actually sound good. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Good game. Yeah. Good game. <laughs> it's just uh yeah, go go pick this up and play it over the weekend for free. And this is an early access as well. Absolutely. Ew! <laughs> there we go, done. <laughs> and that's all you need to do, and you'll be able to play that on GFN this weekend. Uh, or you can play that now. Uh, yes, we should be on now. And uh, that game is on right at this moment in time. So you could jump in and play now. Which is cool. Jump in Super. and play that. Yeah. So we've got that's that's to talk about. That's to talk about here. So yeah. Bit mad, bit mad that one. <laughs> mad and unexpected, and it's playable on the Steam Deck as well, which is absolutely getting class. And the last one is Black Desert Online. That's already on GFM, but this is using the actual proper Pearl one. Is it? Yeah, it uses a Pearl Abyss launcher, which is yeah. one of the real benefits, you know, which we've talked about in the past. Uh, and for, you know, for us, one of the a huge almost strong point of you know of gfn as a, a service is the fact that you can actually you know if you work with them in the right way um you can actually kind of get to a point where if you've got a launcher you can then bring your games through your launcher to the you know to the service um and i genuinely i think that's something that's should hold such an appeal um and different from you know from what others are doing out there as well yeah uh what i'm going to actually include 
bring up because this is the sort of stuff I have actually missed talking about and all this and going in going into deep dives and about GFN. Uh, it's this stuff here. I was, I was actually was I was checking that black stuff to see if it was a couple of different launchers. Yeah, but you can play it on Steam as well, so it's big on your own launcher. But this is what you were just going for here. GFN isn't going away anywhere. They are, NVIDIA are 100% committed to all this and bringing it and going forward because they have now got the GeForce Now developer platform. And this is exactly what you were just saying there is add cloud gaming to your app, launch a GeForce Now gaming session straight from your launcher store website and a single API call this is something they've been rolling out over the last wee while and they want the launchers on the GFN so they can get more games onto it and really really push GFN going forward so if you go to a store they want you to click the button or and then you load up GFN so that means the developer gets the full cut of that money then and then GFN gets their money for actually hosting it if you go for the one of the paid sort of options. That's another thing we're going to have to talk about, paid options. My goodness, there's so much to talk about here tonight because there's been so much news. So this is what's really, really <laughs> interesting about GFN going forward because they are making GFN into a fully-fledged platform with SDKs and all this sort of carry-on. And they're trying to get the developers to actually use GFN for when you're making the games as well. Do you know what I find? Look at those four pillars under that benefit. They're talking about adding it, optimizing it, making it easier for users and making it easier for developers. Mm -hmm. You look at that, that, that message as a whole, that is those four key pillars are absolutely brilliant. Um, that kind of that message that pushes home because it obviously it's, it's a developer platform. It, you know, it's engineered towards the developer, but it's kind of in a roundabout way talking about that customer journey. So it's kind of like, you know, optimize your game for the cloud, make it easier for, you know, the players that want to play it in the cloud for them to log in. Oh, and by the way, test it and, and kind of, you know, we've got this pilot program where you can kind of do that. And um, it's fantastic. Yeah, none of this is a secret. This is, you can go onto G, uh, NVIDIA's website. All you have to do is just type in GeForce Now SDK and it brings you onto the list here. And some of the stuff they're actually doing is absolutely mad. The, as you said there, if you have a look at that, that's all trying to link this all into one sort of thing. This test your game in the cloud. I get to talk about on live and it's basically on lives arena where people the devs can watch absolutely everybody playing their game and every single session is on there or you can zoom into just one it is just absolutely nuts and i really hope they're going to push that out to gfn main as well or if i'm playing on gfn people can go oh make like a friends list or something on GFN and go, oh, Duncan's playing. I'm going to watch Duncan play this game and just jump in and just watch not a proper live stream to YouTube or Twitch, just actually built straight into GFN. I really hope that to do that 
and there is possibilities because we do have the tech there as we see with the history game in the cloud but that would probably involve massive sort of other stuff that's my dream that's what i want to happen there you go you live the dream i live the dream and as you can see, you can actually go and watch some of these talks. It is really, really interesting. And this is what I'm looking for. Uh, get with GFN with uh, next versions of the 40 series and getting the full sort of things. Uh, that's going to be DLSSSSSS version 3. And f yeah, it's. GFN is really, really exciting. And this probably leads into the, the thing why you should choose GFN over if you're looking to go onto a different platform after uh, Stadia. G that's, I'm going to be frank, I'm, I always get shouted at when I'm, I'm too open with my thoughts and not. <laughs> GFN is not going to be for everybody on Stadia. It is... Uh, GFN is a PC-based platform. And it is PC-focused. And that is something you need to understand if you want to go on to GFN. Like the games we've shown here tonight, some of them we would not see the light of day on the Stadia or on the on their consoles as, as well because they're not they are generically pc games <laughs> you're not going to get some some things on that on the gfm so i'm just trying to i'm just trying to get the negatives is there anything you want to say that before we say why you should choose I just want to say why you shouldn't first, then we'll go on to why I think you should. You've covered, you've covered it, obviously. You've covered off the games. I guess you've. Uh, I guess the only thing, I mean, I guess the only one that we've heard every now and again, which they have worked on, they have improved, is less of an issue, but maybe perceived is, is sometimes the. Some of the logging experience. It's not quite maybe as quick and as sharp as people would envisage um i yeah. guess that's i don't think that's as much of it personally but i you know um you have to be fair to the fact that we you know we know these things are, are kind of out there in in people's minds yeah and one thing i would say as well you you know what games will be coming to gfn by and large you know x game like victoria uh the coming was not a, a surprise because we know that Paradox is a big supporter of GFM. But FIFA not coming was not a surprise. We know EA games are coming, but they come at random sort of times. And we now know we want to get EA games, we just don't know when we're going to get EA games. So don't expect EA games at launch. So it's some of us don't expect Rockstar. Do not expect Grand GTA. Don't expect our oh, Red, Red, Dead. Dead, Red Dead stuff like that. They are not going to come. But there is lots of reasons why you should choose GeForce now. And first of all, is the game library. It's I think it's the biggest one out there, uh, unless you go virtual PC. You've got. A, there is 1,400 
games. 148 at this moment in time. Games on there. If you do not have any games on Steam or on Epic, you can pick up games really, really cheaply. It, claim your Epic games every week. Good chunk of them go on to GFM. If you want to build up your library very quick, look at Humble Bundle. You can pick up absolute bargains. We're going to be going under Humble Bundle after this. It's just to, just to highlight that. PC gaming is so much cheaper than people realize. You miss you get one as well. I was just going to say you missed one. I was going to say Fanatical because sometimes yep. with Fanatical, with uh, not only just their deals in general, uh, in terms of, you know, the what they they have to offer um do you know what great way to build up your library some of the mystery bundles because they do some cracking if you don't mind taking a punt for a few quid you get you normally kind of get a, a you know a certain tier of a few games and then you get some library filler um and then you get some great games in there yep you can do indeed uh, that some of the some of the games you can pick up for bobbins are, is just absolutely unreal like if you were a big assassin's creed fan and you wanted to play them in the full glory on gfn they were like three quid for like black flag and and this is yeah. just and this is outside the main deal or the main sales if you don't have any games at all and you, you have no money you, you you just want to uh, play GFN to try. There's over a hundred games you can play there, which are free to play, which is absolutely massive. And they've got some of the, the, basically the who's who. They've got Fortnite. They've got Rocket League. And what else? Uh, <laughs> League of Legends, uh, Warframe, World of Tanks, World or whatever. All their different sort of ones. It's, yeah. It's absolutely massive. I'm just trying to look some up here. <laughs> it's just you've got destiny, Stagger. destiny, yeah. uh, roller champions, apex. Uh, what else? Core, uh, Crusaders, kings. If you want to try that, Genshin, uh, Guild Wars, idol champions of a forgotten realm. You may think that's that, but that's got an absolute massive following there. Uh, Paladins, Rumble first. It just goes on and on and on and on and on. Again, there is just so much choice and so many different ways to play. You can play keyboard and mouse. You can play key F game pads as well. There, there's just so many good reasons why you can. You should give GFN a bit of a try. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think there's there's multiple ways to build the library, um, and there's also multiple ways to experience it as well. Um, you know, I know we've we've talked on the channel before uh, about the tiering system that's available, um, but that gives you different entry points into it. If you don't want to spend a particular, you know, if you want to go on the free side and you may be dropping in and out of games because you've got a busy life schedule, you've got the free rig, which is kind of basic tier. You know, it's it's not going to blow your socks off, but it'll give you a good standard of gaming for maybe that one hour session that you might have if you're a little bit limited on time. If you want to then invest a little bit of money into it, obviously you've got your priority, um, you know, which you can pay for um, 
you know across the course of the year um and then if you want literally top tier you know if you want that 1500 quid two grand pc uh but don't want the box you know or anything like that you actually want to play it in the cloud uh then you can you can go straight for the rtx 3082 which is the the top of the tree yeah if you want the gold standard it is the gold standard ben absolute mile uh here's just an example for 20 pounds for the year or for 5.99 for a month you can get ea play on steam and this will get you access to command and conquer remastered Master Mass Effect, It Takes Two, Rogue, uh, so, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, uh, Battlefront 2, Jedi Fallen Order, Need for Speed Heat, Plants vs. Zombies 2, uh, God of Warfare, Battlefield 5, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1, Dragon Age and Constitution, Mirror's Edge, Unravel 2. That's all part of that £20 for the year. You get access to all those games. PC gaming is ridiculously cheap. And that's not with a sale. There's usually sales on as well, where you can actually try it out for more. So basically, PC gaming, cheap. You've got the, you've got the three different entry points. You can really push. Uh, you really want to go full hog, get the 3080. It's... There's just so many options and so many games you will <laughs> yes we want more of the triple a games from the big publishers to come but for what there is absolutely tons and tons of games and usually on geforce now you've got too many choices it sounds bad but you, you really do because every single week you get between i would say six and twelve six 6 12 games as a usual sort of amount. Yeah. Ain't always increasing, which is mad. Yeah, it is. It's, it, you know, it, it, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, I think I said in the, you know, the news video today in October, they're literally six games short of averaging a game a day for the month. Yep. Uh, you know, and you think to yourself, Okay, people might not have the time, they might not have the money, but as a gaming service or a you know a platform, to be able to say that by the end of a month we will nearly be adding the equivalent of a game a day, it's huge. Yes, and that, and not every game is going to be for every person, but the more games you have, the more likely there's going to be a game there for you. Yes. As we go through the the games each uh, week, there's some games I think they're a complete nonsense, and I say they're like complete nonsense. There's some games I think they're absolutely class. I will say that everybody's games choice is different, and GFN does have the library uh, for most. Uh, I'd say most people would be able to pick up at least a couple of games to play. Uh, so we've got more people joining. Thanks, uh, Craig, for joining. Calm, thank you for joining. Love seeing you there, Isis. Thank you for joining as well. Yeah, so lots of reasons to choose GFN. GFN won't be for everybody, but it does have a big range and it gets you into PC gaming. And it is great that way. I, I could just want to, I'll just pick up on Polaris's little point that he's just said Does GFN work good on the Steam Deck? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, or certainly, 
I'll rephrase that. I won't give it a blanket. Yes, it does. In my experience, <laughs> it played really, really well. Um, I played uh, Destiny 2 uh, on it um, when I was testing it out uh, in the browser. And not a problem. It's a little bit, um, I'd probably say it might be a little bit uh, kind of finicky sometimes in terms of maybe navigating the menu. I'd advise that if you're going to if you're going to uh, use GFN on the deck, um, use the search bar in, you know, in the browser to get to the game that you want to play, because I found that easier as a way of getting to the game to actually boot it. Uh, and then performance wise, yeah, it ran absolutely spot on. This is what I would say to people. I said this before the Steam Deck launched and it's re it's still the case steam deck and gfn are just hand in hand they just go so well together and if you if you get a steam deck with your what people are calling the stadia uh, stimulus package uh get gfn as well so you can play it on the tvs and your 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 pc as well because a big it's a big step up jumping between the two it, it's absolutely class uh logitech cloud thing or chromebook to be honest i think the logitech thing looks too expensive if i i would say get a steam deck if you're looking at handheld but if you want a chromebook go for a chromebook so yeah we'll move exactly. on we'll move on but the Trying to keep the there's a time I've got in my head. I just what that's actually still cover. The yeah. news sort of came out there last week during the Stadia close down that GFM in Australia have started. Uh, there's no longer any free tier. It is a couple of quid for what was the free tier, or a couple of billion dollars and the, the priority and then the 30 80 tier what do you think about that well but, but I just add this in there it they do put a trial in now where there is no trial for it i think that's a much better way to do it uh me and you have been quite uh vocal in the past they actually because of some of the although it's great that the free tier is there uh it also at times one it doesn't generate obviously any money because it's free uh, and obviously you purchase the games elsewhere so from nvidia's perspective they don't necessarily have to do it um but two some people if that if the free tier is your only experience of gfn and you have to wait in a queue you're limited to an hour you restricted on the settings that you can run that sort of thing the experience is somewhat negative if you like or not the best whereas and we've said before we could you could do away with it and it, you know you would actually do geforce now more justice by not having the free tier and giving people a tease and a trial into a higher up tier yes I've said it for a while. I, I've actually said it to GFN as well. <laughs> uh, that I think the free tier 
I know a lot of people use the free tier and for people who are in the middle of budget, yeah, it, it is good that way. But I have said for a while, I think the free tier is doing GFN such a disservice. Um, people don't actually realize that GFN do not make any money on that free tier. That free tier is uh, just <laughs> What's it? Uh, a free lunch, basically. And <laughs> people are complaining about a free lunch. I think, I think it's coming over the rest of the world. I, I, I just think it's just a matter of time. I think they may maybe jump the gun. I think they should have probably done it as a global sort of thing, but I think it is coming. Uh, I don't, to be honest, I don't like the the cheapest one because it's basically what the free service used to be. I think they should, I think they should just rip the bandaid off and don't have that. I just have just have the the two. But yeah, I, I'm actually. I feel p- sorry for the people who use the free tier, and that's what they can use. But I think it makes much better uh, sense to put the trial out there so people can actually go and use it, because the free tier would probably be being would put people off. Uh, yeah, I think it has the potential to. It definitely has the potential to and we, we've seen the power that as a service that you know we've gone through that journey in free priority or founders and then you know 3080 you can absolutely it's as clear as day the difference in the you know with the levels of the service yeah uh but bringing in the trial is a good trade-off with that one so yeah, I think this is this is probably needed. It's probably gonna get ruled out to the rest of the world. So just be warned. I think they've hit the 20 million members of GFN. So they've got that in their fire now. So that's the positive. They've got that. I, I, I think we're just in the we're gonna edge towards that. And happy I did see your question about the 40 series. I think that's going to lead into that because I think that's where we're going to end up and get people into that. Do you know what? That's uh, for me. Uh, just touching on the forty series really quickly. Um, obviously, the, the the forty series and the, the the architecture and all that sort of stuff is phenomenal with what they've done with that. Um, I'll be honest. I think they're keeping it in the back pocket. Uh, you know, the 3080 is, as you said earlier, gold standard. And in terms of a, uh, and of course, this is just my opinion, in terms of a market strategy, when you're watching the market catch up, NVIDIA already have a button that they can push that when everybody catches up, they can go, oh, we'll push that button now. And all of a sudden, bang, off they go. They take another leap and then it forces the competition to follow. One thing, when we covered the NVIDIA conference, which was the first bit was for classes, it was over, <laughs> over on Friday. What you can see is NVIDIA is investing a hell of a lot of money into the cloud. So this 40 series is going to go to the cloud, it's going to go to their business users, but if the business users are going to be using it, it's going to trickle down to us because that's so I, I think it is going to come. It's just when it's going to come. And I would not be surprised if next year, but I think just 
looking at things, I think it's probably going to be the year after now. Just look at the pricing. Or, or, do, or do they go for the risk and go, go, here you go. Everybody jump on the GFM. Mm, I think the earliest you'll see it possibly is Q4 in 2023. Uh, I, I think where with the 3080 we had Q3, Q4 for access, or back end of Q3, Q4, I think it was, when they kind of talked about it, gave access in kind of US and then kind of December, end of November, December hit the UK. I think what we'll probably see is you might get the announcement in the fall of 2023, roll out to the US at the end of Q4 and then into Europe at the start of Q1 in 2024. Cool, cool, cool. We'll move on to the next bit here. Was there anything else? So, why well, you should do it? We've done the possible changes coming. So, it's humble bundle time, isn't it? It's, yep, it is indeed. Nice little haul this month. Uh, let's have a wee look here. We need to remember what games are on GFM. <laughs> uh, just let me go and do a. I'm just going to go and do a sync actually and just see. So, so I'll bring this up here anyway. Ooh, this... Five games have added from my sync. One, two, Three, four, four. four in the bundle. So what's the four in the bundle? I'm hoping I'm not getting my bundles mixed up here. I've uh, got, Rail, got it on. Rail, okay, there we go. Uh, Railroad Corporation. Yes. Monster Train. Monster Train's on there, cool. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Epic Chef. And Disciples oh. Liberation. As you can see, the big game of the month is not there in death, death that that's what everybody's going to be uh, talking uh, talking about. That's not going to go to GFN. It's Microsoft now. So unless Microsoft come, which we have said before, we wouldn't be surprised if they did, if they can get the game pass up onto blah, 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 blah. But at this moment in time, Microsoft, no, they are. That will not be coming. Monster Train. I have actually got sucked back into playing Monster Train. And it is absolutely amazing. It is like Slay the Spire, but on train. Absolutely class. You will have, if you like your car, your deck builders, uh, go on, play that. It is absolutely class. Plus, you get the expansion to that. Uh, the Dark Pictures is not on GFN. No, no, it's not super massive, isn't it? So they're not on there. So that is a bleh. Disciples is. Yep. Uh, you will have a. You probably know about that. The what's oh. it? Sorry, uh, Mad Mad Ski. Mad oh, Ski. Yeah. is not. I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, Epic Chef is... I don't know what the hell Epic Chef is about. I started playing that and it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I gave up pretty quick. But I, I would have thought it would have been up your street, to be honest. Life sim farming. Crafting. Mm. Okay. Uh, 
Railroad, Railroad Corporation is what I would call a PC game. It is you mouse keyboard, go build up your railroad and the golf game, is that on? Golf gang's not, unfortunately. Uh, it'd be good if it was. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if that uh, came at some stage. So, weigh it up. That a humble choice is what, what price is that? It's twelve, thirteen dollars, I think it is. That's about a tenner UK. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's one of them things. Weigh up your options. If you think it's worth it, go for it. For me, this one was an easy one, just because of the Steam Deck with Deathloop on it. Never mind the other games. Uh, that's why I picked it up as a no-brainer from a GFN sort of perspective. It's it's not bad either. It's you've got four games. Four games there. Yeah, fifty percent. Uh, with possibilities of, I would say, of maybe seven of them, or another three on top, possibly going at some stage. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's entirely a possibility. So, yeah, that, this is one of the things we've been saying. It's so easy uh, to pick up there. And if you are if you become a member of Humble Choice, you get 10% off on the Humble Store or you can build up your library even even more. So let me see if I go into the humble store and see what's popular. Okay, we'll go to the store. It should say I get an extra eight percent off here. Is that because of my because of my choice discount, I get eight percent off. Varies, doesn't it? It all it? yeah. It all depends on the thing and or what you're going for plus how long you've actually been a choice subscriber so it does pay to be a humble choice member yeah it definitely does it definitely does 20 percent off marauders on humble uh, on humble well, never mind that i've just seen this thanks <laughs> <laughs> Valhalla, 35 quid uh, for the, the complete edition. That's... Ah, oh, but it's Uplay. No, no, we don't do Uplay. Don't do Uplay. I'll get that off before. So, is there anything else I needed to add onto this? Because I'm was trying. i trying to keep this here about an hour. Yep, no, absolutely. Uh, I, do you know what? I think we've actually covered quite a lot there because we've obviously covered the month, we've covered the week, uh, kind of some of the negatives and why you can use GFN, um, in, you know, in light of the stadium news, we looked at Humble. I think there's a good variety of there of things that we've kind of covered off. Yeah, we've got uh, Happy is asking, with Steam Decks, will we see a shift from Valve to make their own cloud only? Or only Steam Deck PC gaming sort of player games. No, Valve likes money. <laughs> Valve likes getting easy money, so they're not gonna. <laughs> yeah. This goes back to the the question that uh, Calm said earlier as well about the Infinity or not with the Logitech G Cloud. The G Cloud is looks so expensive is because they don't make any money on it. Uh, after it's sold. While Valve with the Steam Decks 
make a ton of money because people are going to buy games on Steam, obviously, yes. because of the Steam Deck. And that's subsidized the cost. So get that out there. It's, it's, it's economic sort of stuff. But Valve want more people to do cloud stuff on Steam. They don't want just GFN, they want more people there as well. Because if you actually go into it, it's enabled for cloud gaming and there's only one person listed, NVIDIA. I would not be surprised, oh, I should say this on a GFN podcast, I would not be surprised if, in- if in- uh, Intel's one goes there, like they become the tech box as well. So that's something to keep an eye out on the cloud gaming space. Yeah, no, definitely one to keep an eye on. But yeah, that is us. We will be back at our regular time touchwood. <laughs> Of 8 o'clock UK, 3 p.m. Eastern. You can catch up on this on podcast services. And we will see that. Because I've I've actually got stuff set up for it. I just need to do it. It'll probably be tomorrow before it goes on there. But thank you. Awesome. Uh, Thank you all for joining. Um, Oh. Oh. It's Luna uh, Gan- too. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sorry. You had me all. I guess I'll do this wee quick one at the end. With the death of Stater, will Luna be doomed? I'm, I've said this for a while. I'm more. I'll answer this. You don't have to answer it, so you don't get the thing. I'm more confident in Luna because Amazon seemed to get gaming a bit more than Google gets gaming. If that makes a bit of sense, because they've got their studios, they've got Twitch, and they can see it all linking together. Do you want to? No, I, I mean that that in itself, um, you know, obviously is a really good point. Um, I, I think the approach has been very chalk and cheese as well. Uh, in some respect, I think they've probably learned some lessons. They're probably going at the you know their own pace and their expectation management is maybe slightly better they've not come out of the trap saying you know they've not had a particular message other than let's make it easy to play games and here's fun for you the retro gamer here's fun for you the family man here's fun for you the you know the the, maybe the more traditional gamer if you like um but you know so i think they're on a i feel like they've they've been very kind of slow and i think it's caused the slowness has probably caused frustration which could lead you to kind of worry because it's maybe not grown as quick um as you would have anticipated but i think later on down the line you might actually see that come to its come to its benefit yeah just to follow up with these two last week things here uh, Luna's in a better place because their subscription. If a subscription goes, you don't care as much. If if you were buying a load of games, that's where that's where the issue is with Stadia from the from the outset. So Luna have got that. Plus, you get free games. That's in the quotes. I know it's technically not free, but you get free games with uh, Prime, so you've got access to them. Yeah. And 
calm yet. I think that that's that's the biggest the biggest issue is the price point. When you convert that into UK or or even Euros, it's gonna become an like basically close to what the Steam Deck is. And that that's that's the issue. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there and we will see you all again next week and Kaseball thanks for joining just as we're close <laughs> <laughs> see you later see you later bye, bye.